welcome to Toolbox Talk, Smallfish Business Coaching's podcast for tradies and builders. Now I'm John Dale and I'm a business coach for tradies and builders and this podcast is here to help you put structure and systems into your business so you can grow it properly. If you want to watch some more of my videos, head over to smallfish.com.au. While you're there, check out the Big Numbers Workbook and learn a bit more about the important numbers in your business. How to grow your business's capacity. Now, your business has capacity restrictions, doesn't it? Actual physical ones, you know? Real people in a trade business, in a building business, real people go out there into the world, into houses or properties or businesses or onto building sites, and they do actual physical work. And there's only so much actual physical work a person can do in a day or a week or a year. So there's only so much work your business can do and can get through with the crew that you've got, the people that you've got. Of course, you can hire more people, and that's how your business is going to grow, right? You're only going to really grow significantly by growing your team and hiring more tradespeople to do more work, like I said, out there in the world. Now, I know that's difficult, at the moment. I know that hiring people takes time, particularly if you do it properly. And I'm sure you haven't got people waiting there in the wings to join your business. I will say it's not impossible to find and hire good people. It's tricky at the moment. There's a bit of a shortage, but it's not impossible. I hear people telling me they're frustrated that they could grow, but they can't find the people to do the work. So look, we have systems to help you grow, to help you find the good people, and to help you decide which ones are good and attract them and all that. So you can do that. You can use your systems. But like I said, that takes a bit of time. So we also want to look for other ways to increase your business's capacity to do the work. Kind of while you wait, right? While you're waiting to get these people on board, to hire them more people. You can use subcontractors. You can use other trades businesses who are a bit quieter than you. You can use your competitors, friends, and your you know business associates in the same industry as you. If you're someone like a builder and you have multiple trades, think about how much of the work your team does and whether some of that could be offloaded, if you like, or subcontracted to another trade. There are ways to shuffle this stuff about if you normally have lots in-house. You can ask your guys to work some overtime. I know lots of people don't want to work overtime, so you, this is very much a temporary way to increase capacity. You and your team can work some overtime and work some weekends and take on some extra work rather than turning it away while you're growing your team. So you have some ability, some levers you can pull. That's me pulling a lever, right? Some levers you can pull to increase your capacity while you're hiring, while you're growing your team, kind of the long way. But your real-life tradespeople aren't the only places you need to grow capacity in your business, are they? You know, there are other constraints, and that's what we're talking about here, right? What's constraining you from growing at a, you know, a great galloping pace? Now, you need to do more marketing, so there are more leads, don't you? Otherwise, you can't grow. There's no growing to come. And you need to do more sales to convert those leads, and someone needs to do that work as well. So there are capacity constraints outside people with tool belts doing the work, inside in the admin part of your business and the sales and marketing part of it. Now you can hire or appoint marketing people, marketing employees or marketing agencies, but when you're a smaller business, probably the best person to do marketing and sales, or at least to drive marketing and sales, is you. Remember that sign, America needs you, right? Your business needs you. So, which probably means you need to increase capacity in you, right? You need to increase your capacity to do that kind of work, the marketing work, the sales work. And if you're talking to me about business coaching, the work of building the systems and the structure into your business as well. That's necessary. But we'll focus on capacity. Increasing your capacity to do marketing and sales means taking other work away from you, right? Partly it means spending time off the tools and getting your head around that. That increases your capacity to do marketing and sales and manage your team and build all those systems. But also 
I want to talk about taking admin work away from you. Right? Lots of trades business owners that I talk to, that I work with, do a lot of the admin work themselves. You know, you've done a lot of things yourself as you grow, and it's easy to continue doing that, right? It's easy to manage the money, to pay the bills, to, you know, to be in control of the bank, to raise the invoices, and to think that you can't hand that stuff off. Of course you can, right? You absolutely can. You absolutely can have somebody else doing the money work, the financial work, and the admin work, and the compliance work. And you should, right? This is my pitch to you a good way to increase your business's capacity is to offload the admin and the finance type work to somebody else and free up your time to spend on marketing and sales so you can grow you can hire an admin person someone to do the admin work and the finance work you can get help from an accountant or a bookkeeper or an accounting firm or a bookkeeping firm you can hire virtual assistants qualified and intelligent people who live in countries like the Philippines where it's cheaper to live and wages are much lower. So you can save money, right? You can do it reasonably cheaply. And I think that's what I'm trying to get across, right? You all know that you can hire people to come and work in the office. You might not be aware that, you know, you can have someone in the Philippines for $1,000 a month or less, or maybe two, right? Much less than you'd have to pay an Australian who would be needing $1,000 a week, for example, to do full-time work. Okay, so there are different things available to us now. They can hire someone directly. In the Philippines, there are job sites you can go to. You can hire someone directly. Or you can use agencies to hire and support and train and manage someone for you. It costs more, of course, doesn't it? But it takes work off you and it makes that transition and that kind of hire easier. So you have choices, right? You should make them. Don't limit yourself to just hiring a whole person or even a part-time person. Think about your many and varied options. Why don't you ask for our worksheet on resourcing your back office? See ya. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, please tell your friends. Like it, share it, or give it a gold star or something. Maybe even leave a nice review. It will help me out. Thanks a lot.